Many people believe faith alone is enough to receive salvation. But is this true? Or is there a component that they're overlooking? You're listening to the podcast version of God's Message magazine. And today's topic is, If faith alone is enough to be saved, what about love? Protestants proclaim that faith alone is enough to be saved. But is this teaching really biblical? If they would only truly examine the scriptures, they would learn that though faith is extremely important and absolutely necessary, love is greater. Love is greater than faith. I quote, And now these three remain, faith, hope, and love, but the greatest of these is love. Unquote. First Corinthians thirteen thirteen. If love is greater than faith, then how can anyone believe that salvation is by faith alone? Loving God, moreover, is not merely an emotion, but is shown by following God's commands. I quote: This is love for God to obey his commands, and his commands are not burdensome, 1 John 5, 3. This is why our Lord Jesus Christ taught that the greatest command is to love God, Matthew 22, 36 through 39. And only those who love God will receive the crown of life. Quote, Blessed is the man who perseveres under trial, because when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him, unquote. James 1.12. If loving God, as our Lord Jesus Christ taught, is the greatest command, and only those who love God will receive the crown of life, then how could Protestants say faith alone is enough to be saved? Does that mean then that a person does not have to love God and that all he has to do is believe in God to be saved? Further proof that faith alone is not enough to be saved is, is the biblical teaching that faith without works is dead. I quote, So faith by itself, if it has no works, is dead. Unquote. James 2.17 It is also barren, according to James 2.20. If something is both dead and barren, then how could anyone expect that this would lead to salvation? How could anyone be of value to God? God expects us to do good things or works. I quote James 2.14 My brothers and sisters, what good does it do if someone claims to have faith but doesn't do any good things? Can this kind of faith save him? Unquote. This rhetorical question shows that faith without works cannot save. A person cannot be justified before God by faith only. I quote, you see then that a man is justified by works and not by faith only, unquote. That's James 2.24. In this verse, 
the words by faith only are preceded by the word not. In other words, the doctrine that a person is saved by just believing in God or in Jesus as Lord and personal Savior and not by obeying the commands of Christ and God contradicts the Bible. No one will expect demons to be saved, yet they believe, according to James 2.19, so those who profess this kind of faith are not wise, but fools whose faith is useless, according to James 2.20. What about if man does something good? Doing good does not mean just anything that people regard as good. The law or command of God is what is good, according to Romans 7.12. God's commands are found in the Bible, 2 Timothy 3.15-17. The Bible, therefore, is the source of the true teachings which equip God's people to do good works. Even though God wants people to be saved, but they have to know the truth. I quote, This is good and pleases God our Savior, who wants everyone to be saved and to understand the truth. Unquote. 1 Timothy 2, verses 3 and 4. The truth is the word of God, according to John 17, 17. Christ did not teach that faith alone is needed for man to be saved. He even criticized those who called him Lord but did not obey him and did not really believe in him. I quote, What good is it to mouth the words, Lord, Lord, if you don't live by my teachings? Luke 6, 46. If someone really accepts Jesus as his Lord, then he ought to obey the teachings or commands of Christ. Christ commanded those who want to be saved not just to believe in him, but to enter him. Quote, I am the door. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Unquote. That's John 10, 9. Those who entered are found in one flock. John 10, 16. The flock is the church of Christ. I quote, Take heed therefore to yourselves and to all the flock over which the Holy Spirit has appointed you overseers to feed the church of Christ, which he has purchased with his blood, unquote. Acts 20, 28. Therefore, the command to enter the church of Christ is from Christ. When Christ was asked the question, I quote, What good thing shall I do that I may have eternal life, unquote, he answered, if you want to enter into life, keep the commandments. That's Matthew 19, 16-17. The apostles also reiterated the importance of obedience. I quote, My friends, I want you to remember the message that I preached and that you believed and trusted. You will be saved by this message if you hold firmly to it. But if you don't, your faith was all for nothing, unquote. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 1 and 2. By obeying Christ's commandments, members of the true church remain in his love. Again, I quote, 
I have loved you even as the Father has loved me. Remain in my love. When you obey my commandments, you remain in my love, just as I obey my Father's commandments and remain in his love. Unquote. John 15, verses 9 and 10. Why would God inspire his words to be written in the Bible? Send our Lord Jesus to preach his words and teach people about salvation and yet not expect people to obey. From the very beginning, God gave a choice. I quote it. I call heaven and earth as witnesses today against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both you and your descendants may live, that you may love the Lord your God, that you may obey his voice, and that you may cling to him, for he is your life and the length of your days, and that you may dwell in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, to give them, unquote. Deuteronomy 30, verses 19 and 20. God gave mankind a choice between life and death, between blessing and cursing, but told them to choose life by loving him through obedience and clinging or trusting in him. If they did that, then they would dwell in the land. It is mankind's hope that one day they will live forever with God and Christ Without faith, it is impossible to please God. That's in Hebrews 11.6. Faith is absolutely necessary to be saved. But just like what Apostle Paul declared, I quote, If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. Unquote. 1 Corinthians 13, verse 2. To find more articles like these, get your copy of God's Message magazine from a member of the Church of Christ. You can also find the podcast version on incmedia.org slash podcasts or on iTunes or Google Play under INC Podcasts. Thank you for listening. I'm Brother Bob Pauline. God bless.